Good evening, it's Sunday, March the 1st, 2020, and tonight I want to talk to you about the difference between being a runner or a forerunner, which are you. I'm sitting in our nation's capital, and for the last few days, I have been touring this beautiful city, going to monuments, memorials, exhibits, and one common thought has continued to come into my psyche over and over again, my mind. Who would I be and where would I be without these forerunners, these people who came before me? Today, as I walk through the Martin Luther King Memorial, I wondered what kind of person Martin Luther King would have been if there had not been an Abraham Lincoln to free the slaves. And I wondered about different qualities that I noticed throughout the city, like touring the Vietnam Wall and the Korean Wall and going to the Air Force Memorial memorial and just wondering like what would my life be like without the experiences and the things that I've learned through time and space and what purpose do does those things play not just for me because anything that I learn is not just for me it's always to be shared with others If you hoard the things that you learn, there's no benefit, there's no extension, there's no progression out of hoarding. Now the flip side of this situation is a runner. There are people who know they are called and destined to carry out things and their fear interferes with them carrying out their mission. Some people know that they have ability, but they don't see the depth of their own ability. How do I know this? (laughs) Been there, done that, got t-shirts for it. An underestimation can never cause Elevation. An underestimation can never cause elevation. When you sell yourself short, you don't benefit yourself or anyone else. You are not your own. (laughs) You are not an island. You're not even an archipelago, which is an island that's surrounded by water on three sides. You are not just here for your own benefit. And so in knowing that, everybody's not going to be a forerunner, but nor should you be a runner. And there's also a double side to the runner situation. See, a runner can be the person who refuses to do something because they're afraid. But a runner can also be someone who 
goes along some alongside of someone else and says, you can do this. You have ability. I'm watching you. You're going to soar. You're going to teach other people how to soar. There can't just be the people who forerun. There has to be those people who are parallel with you. I remember so clearly, so vividly in my mind watching the cross-country team in high school practice. And I remember that the season runners would run parallel with new runners on the on the team, right? Because they were to show them that they were never alone and that they would never be left. But in time I noticed in watching them practice that the season runner didn't keep pace with the new runner. The new runner had learned to keep pace with them. So they established a trust and then they taught that person, now that you trust me, take a little of the trust that you have in me and trust yourself and the ability that you have and build upon it. That was the only way that they could keep pace with someone who had been running for several seasons, several years, right? We do that too. We just don't understand how we do it, right? Until someone else reveals it to us that we have done that for someone else. It's interesting that we often don't understand whether we are to run run alongside of or go where there is no path and create one. I believe some of the greatest leaders that I've seen monuments and memorials and exhibits about this weekend that they went where there was no path and made one because they knew I was coming. They knew my spouse was coming. They knew my mom was coming, my aunts and uncles, my friends, my neighbors. They knew others were coming and that their presence and their power and their influence was not about themselves, beloved. And so, I want you to think about that. Are you going to run, run alongside of, be a forerunner? And you're going to probably wonder, what does that have to do with being a bridge? Well, being a bridge, you understand that someone helped you. So you help someone else. It's it's not a it's not a silent mandate either. It's very clear.
very evident what we should do for others. And so, I will tell you, the greatest reward you can get is to watch the seed that you planted in water blossom. But if you're too afraid to let people water your seed for you to blossom, how will a garden grow from what's unnourished? It won't. A garden won't grow when it's neglected. A flower won't bloom when it's not given the correct elements. Sunlight, water, carbon dioxide. If you don't have those conditions, they won't grow. You have to be given the correct conditions. You have to understand what conditions you need. If you're a forerunner, you're going to need advisory. So there will be a council of people that will need to sit around you, surround you with positivity and strength and understand that there will be times your fortitude will will be less and they need to be the ones to help increase it, increase your strength. Because increasing your strength they help your focal point become sharp again. And so you can take flight instead of plummet. So until next time, I want you to continue being a bridge. But remember, you have a choice. You need to decide which one am I. A runner or a forerunner. Good night.